Hello everyone, it's Elaine and you're listening to The Right to Teach. Today's episode is special and different because it's our first time ever to have a guest with us. Yeah, actually, it's my very first time to do this. So I hope I can I can pull this off, you know. So yeah, I'm so excited to talk to this person about writing, especially that I know that she, you know, the guest today is a very passionate writer. Like um, ever since she started writing her first book, she never stopped. And uh, just like what they say, you just have to turn on the faucet, right? So for her, when she turned on her faucet of words, she almost never closed it again. All right, so let me introduce her to you very briefly. So her name is Ver- Virgie Manligas. Virgie. <laughs> her name is Virgie Manligas. She's known as Bing in her hometown in Zamwanga. Yeah, and she has already published two books, both memoirs. So the first one is um, A Silver Lining and the second one is Amiable Hometown. So uh, aside from that, she's a blogger. She's, she's been blogging and her site is mommori.com. It's about her experiences, stories, and insights on motherhood and her uh, snippets of writing life, you know? And also knowledge about writing. She she shares all of those there. So aside from that, she has been actively involved in public speaking groups like TOPS, the OPS, and Rise Up Those Masters Club. And I think she's become the president of Rise Up Those Masters Club. You know, and um aside from that, I know she's doing TikTok and again, um through TikTok she shares her self-published author journey and some snippets of her life as well you know um like exercise and all of those stuff all right so without further ado let me welcome um our guest tonight virgie manligas hello everyone hi listeners thank you for having me here elaine it's an honor how are you, Virgie? I'm actually doing great, even though I'm busy. And to add to that, I am actually at two uh, president of the two clubs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Masters and Rise Up. So I don't know how I'm going to do that, but let's go. <laughs> and aside from that, you're a mother already, right? So it's like you're a president of two clubs and aside from that you're like uh not really the president but maybe the vice president of your home <laughs> or maybe you're the president if you're <laughs> if your husband is the vice vice president <laughs> there wow okay that's very nice to know um so for those listeners who have um known or heard Virgie for the first time here, um, she uh, she used to be my, I think she was my, one of the first mentees in Scriblery. And at first, um, she was timid. I think she was a little timid. But right now, oh my gosh, 
you know, she, she she really bloomed. She's um accomplishing a lot of things. She's inspiring a lot of people. So we're very happy to have you here, Virgie. Okay. <laughs> there. All right. So I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I guess my first question, and this is a surprise question. <laughs> surprise question. Not okay. part of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my first question is very easy, actually, even though it's a surprised question. Um, so, if you're gonna describe in one word your life this year, twenty twenty two, what would it be and why? This description, one word description, is actually very fitting for me. I, I didn't looked for it it looked for me because <laughs> wow. this year is the year of the tiger and mm-hmm. i am i was born in the year of the tiger so tigers are strong they're they're brave and that is actually the word that i describe myself being brave this wow. year at the start of this year i i became uh, I won contest each contest, and then I ventured into writing a very oh. challenging book, <laughs> and <laughs> I became president of two clubs. So <laughs> I, I really didn't have any choice but to bra- be brave and mm-hmm. face all those challenges. And aside from that, I'm be I'm also a mother <laughs> to mm-hmm. a three-year-old son who is now running around faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's a big boy now. I think Tiger really fits you based mm-hmm. on your description, and um, I agree. I think it's really the word uh, for this year because even I uh, noticed that you're uh, having this momentum, you know, and um, God is really blessing you, maybe uh, affirming and confirming that you are for this path, right? So, praise God. I'm so happy for you. Okay, so given that since you op- uh, you've opened up or get, uh, you've given the listeners an overview of what your life is right now, uh, I'm going to ask you something about it. No? So, just like what I've said earlier, you've written two books already, A Silver Lining and Amiable Hometown, and I know you're currently working on more books, not just one, people, you know, not just one, more books. So I'm I'm wondering, how's your writing life so far? And how do you find time for writing? Writing life is, writing is really something that gives me that peace of mind, even though it's hard, the writing is so hard. Uh, but it's something that really is my passion and I I am at <laughs> I don't know if this is the right term but I, I I for me I am at peace when I am writing when I'm pouring my heart out into that blank space and how do I find right r- time for writing I find it I make sure that I have the time in a day to write because I don't know it, it's it's that fulfillment in me when i I've written a paragraph mm-hmm. or a sentence, even mm-hmm. though it's a short it's a short paragraph. It's already a fulfillment that I did something for that day. <laughs> wow, I love it. I think 
uh, what you're doing here is you're actually reminding writers who have been exhausted and who have lost their motivation to write to to still have that joy, no? And that fulfillment of um, just writing one paragraph, you know, it. What what are the benefits of writing for a person? So, for for Virgie, it seems like um, you are really uh, you are really in love with this craft. Now, maybe you can tell us a little bit more how you fell in love with writing. Why is it that in one paragraph makes you feel fulfilled already? Well, when I was in elementary or when I was young, we moved a lot to different places. And when you move a lot into different places, it's, it gives you that sense that you don't have a friend, you have a, you're going to get a friend and then you're going to move to a different place. So okay. what happened to that friend? So when I moved to this elementary school, uh, they already have their their groups of friends, and I was that loner who is new new to that mm-hmm. school, and I don't have anyone. And then until one day, my mother gave me this notebook, and I just tend to write everything. All it became my friend for that season of my life, and I continued writing because when I am. When I feel something in my, I feel angry or I feel sad, I can tell my sister. Mm-hmm. But it's different when it's really personal and it's right. you can really tell everything <laughs> to to one to one thing or one person. But it's different when you have a best friend other than your your family. So I I didn't really have that person to tell my secrets or my my true emotions so i have a, a notebook with me and that is where i pour my heart out and that is what writing gave to me so i it really gave me that sense of calmness when i am when i'm angry it gives me that gives me that relief when I am sad, and it relieves also the pain when when I'm in pain. So it's it is what what writing does to me. So when I write one paragraph, and I tell the tell told the truth in that sentence or in that paragraph, it's like uh, okay, I <laughs> I. I've written my emotions mm-hmm. and it's it's a relief and it, it's giving me that peace of mind that okay. it's already there. And when I'm creating stories or create, because I'm, I'm writing memoirs since the first mm-hmm. book and it's really the true stories of myself and my, and the people around me. So it's that sense of fulfillment or, or sense of satisfaction that I was able to write the story that I want to write okay. <laughs> and share it to the world. I love it. Yeah, I love what you just said, Virgie. Um, especially that feeling that uh, you started with journaling, right? And journaling uh, turned out to be turned out to be your best friend when you were a child. I can super relate to that. And yeah, and um. I remember actually I can super relate to to what you said about you can't really tell 
uh, people everything that's in your head, right? Even though you can open up to your sister or someone close to you, it's still different when you can tell someone. You can have that safe space and you can express yourself in a way that you can't, um, you can't in front of other people, right? So it's a good reminder for us that we can do the same thing, right? Uh, the, the empty page, it gives us some confidence and uh, assurance that, hey, you're free here, right? You're free here. You can, you can be whoever you are here. I love that, you know. Thank you for that, Reggie. Um, okay, so I think we can talk more, a little bit more about finding time for writing. Because you said and uh, you mentioned about having a schedule for writing. And you've been doing a lot, right? You have so many responsibilities at home and in different org- organizations. So I'm very curious how you are, like, finding time to you know you have to process the ideas and then you have to put down the words for that so yeah how do you do it how do i do it <laughs> i just do it <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah, well, I wake up early especially now that my shift starts at 7 30 a.m so i wake up before that i try as much as i can to wake up an hour before that and yeah you have to do stretching and all that and after i I do all the stuff. I make sure that I sit down. I have this place in the corner of our house where I am right now. I sit down in front of my laptop and I just write. <laughs> Whatever it is that comes into my mind, I type and I try to not edit it, even though it's wrong spelling. The, you know, when you're <laughs> writing in a Word document, there's the suggestion that it's wrong grammar. Yeah. <laughs> wrong spelling I don't care I just write <laughs> everything and it, even though my thoughts are, are it, it feels like my thoughts are looping <laughs> in that one word in, I don't care I just, I'll just write and then I'll just check it later how I did <laughs> like the, like yesterday because I am trying to write this short story and I, I plotted the story. I, I did a 1,000 words plot for it. So what I did is I just wrote everything that, that is coming into my head. And then if there's dialogues, I I didn't even care to put a double quote. I just, <laughs> I just I know, parang did the next line so I know that it's a dialogue and just wrote everything. <laughs> and then I, I didn't realize that it's already 1,000 plus words. Okay, I'm just plotting. Why is it 1,000 words? Wow. But that is how I do it. I make sure or I try as much as I can to write when my son is still asleep so it's quiet and no one is still around and the, the lights are dim. So mm-hmm. I'll Hilda, it's still early. <laughs> Something like that. You just have that that ambience or a, a, a place for you to write. And I can write in the morning or in the evening after my shift. So <laughs> that's it. That's mm-hmm. how I do it. So twice a day. And then how ma- how much time do you spend for writing? I try to stay within one hour or less so that I (laughs) I don't go beyond one hour because I know I it's very exhausting to really 
to really write and my muse will kill me <laughs> meaning that the 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 voice in my head it will also be it will also get exhausted so i don't want my muse to leave <laughs> so i don't get i don't i make sure that it's not exhausted so i mm-hmm. i tend to stay within the r or less Mm-hmm. So that's the tip I can give to everyone: <laughs> not to exceed too much, or your muse will go away for a month. <laughs> wow! Oh, that's nice. It's nice to know, you know. Uh, like writers should also take care of their muse. No, mm-hmm. don't exhaust it too much. And what I noticed in your writing process is you're doing free writing. So I think it's something that. Perfectionist authors are, um, are uh, find difficult about you know, and because they edit, uh, they always edit, you know, to the point that they can finish, they they can't finish anything anymore, because they always edit. So, I like it. You're really just pouring it all out, and even when you were still a child, you were doing that, and you just continued even though you're doing something bigger than just a journal. You're doing a book. And I think you're the one. Uh, you're someone who really tries to apply what they say about revising and editing. You know, like in your head, you know you're gonna revise this one, right? It's gonna be edited uh, soon. So why edit it now? I'm still writing, right? It, it's very nice, you know. Okay, so we're getting a lot of tips already from from Virgie here, but. Um, I have more questions here, but <laughs> I hope you're gonna stay, and uh, I'm sure you will stay because I have so much um interesting questions for her tonight. So the next one is um because I noticed you're writing a lot of books and you're writing one book after another. So I wonder where do you get your book ideas? Oh, how where do you get and my, I have a follow-up question for that <laughs> so um, have you ever started writing a book because you have a lot of book ideas mm-hmm. right so have you ever started writing a book and never finished it yeah so, yeah so that's a question <laughs> the first one where do I get my inspiration I I have this notion <laughs> page where and I put in my ideas for future books. And I'll I'll just put, get it. And my book ideas come from the people around me. My stories are not really... My story, my life story is not really that interesting. But yeah, the <laughs> book projects that I, I listed here is really stories from the people who uh, who really has impacted my life so like the one that i'm writing right now are the women who are that very courageous woman who who i've met in my life and they really had that impact in my in my life so i mm-hmm. wanted to write their stories and the other books that i have here is the story of the wisest man i know and oh, oh. and yeah and other stories that i have here although 
what I listed down here are some are fiction and factions. They are stories of in, inspiring stories that I want to turn into into interesting novels. So the, those are the ideas and and really those experiences uh, the the inspiration is to really share it to the world because you you don't know who you will inspire because I am a reader I've read a lot of books for as of now I've read 13 books <laughs> so those authors really inspired me like Colleen Hoover Taylor right? yeah for this year their books their stories that they've written they are inspired by by the people around them as well. Like for Colleen Hoover, there's this one book that is, is, is was inspired by her mother's journey, and she just turned it into a fiction. And that book really inspired me to write better, to write like her. So I am also thinking, why not write something that will also inspire future writers? <laughs> So that is the the inspiration that I get while I'm writing. And I forgot the other question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we can elaborate that because that's very beautiful what you uh, just said. Um, it's like um, looking for inspiration everywhere because stories are everywhere, right? It's in people and we have how many people in the world? Billions, right? We have so much people in the world. Even when you just look at the news, uh, you can just uh, think of stories out of the news. And what if in your own family? Because I know your family, Virgie, um, your your grandparents, your your parents, they, they had really interesting life stories. So, yeah. Um, it's good to know that Colleen Hoover pala is your inspiration and that's how she gets her inspiration. All right. So the, the next question was, have you ever started writing a book and never finished it? Oh, yeah. I, hmm, a book, I have not really started a book <laughs> and that I have not finished. The first book that I've written, it took a while. It took three years, but I really <laughs> stick to it. I tried my best, even though there were hurdles. <laughs> I got pregnant in between writing, in the middle of my writing, and I didn't want to write, but then I sat down and write, even though I was crying while writing. I, I really stick to what my current project is, and... I, although I uh, not really books, but I've written stories, stories that I've not finished yet. I will get to it <laughs> after I have. I will finish this book, but it's not a book. It's just uh, short stories that I I try to start. So mm-hmm. this the books that the major projects that I'm re- working on. I re- I really try to stick to it and try to finish it as much as I can so that I will not because I I read or I've watched this this class or video that you really have to finish the writing project that you're doing because 
you you you'll never know what will happen. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between a finished project and an unfinished project. Because you, if you have an unfinished project, you'll you'll regret. Why didn't I finish it? <laughs> and mm-hmm. what will happen if I finished it? So something you'll have the, those questions. So why not do it? Why not finish it? <laughs> right. It's nice. Um. I think I'm just curious because you've never started the book that you never finished. All you, what you're trying to say here is that all your book projects you were able to finish, right? Uh, I've witnessed the first book, how you went through the different hurdles. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, 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 I'm really wondering what makes you persevere in finishing a book because I think at one point you would feel you would really fall out of love from the story right uh the inspiration to to continue that story can go so what makes you persevere i will go back to my why when i am on that point why am i doing this what should i really finish when i question myself if i should continue doing the book project yeah. i did that on the first book i i i questioned myself i need to relax or to rest because i'm pregnant and i <laughs> i need to take care of myself and then that question again will pop into my head why are you doing this what is the reason so i will always go back to my why and to the to the inspiration of that book project so the first book is was inspired by my grandparents and the reason why i started that project it was to really share their stories and and i really <laughs> i really stuck with that reason the entire time and I will always go back to my reason so when you're starting a project before starting a project you have to ask yourself why am I doing this Mm -hmm. so every time you will will encounter that blockage you, you you will ask yourself that again why am I doing this so that you will get that inspiration that gusto to to really pursue and persevere to write and finish your project so that is how i i do it i don't know how I, I, I just go back to the reason why i started this project if the reason if i started the project and the reason is not strong enough mm-hmm. i don't think i'll be able to finish because <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the first one was really to to give uh, to for my for my grandparents to honor their life and the second book was really to honor my hometown the first Aww. memories <laughs> i the the memories i was able to acquire during my childhood it's uh, it's a special place for me so that is the reason why i i i wanted to share how my hometown is to the people and if you have that strong reason you will not Mm-hmm. not finish <laughs> so you will we always finish that book project so i i suggest to everyone to all the writers who are just beginning in their journey once you start a project or you're starting a project you have to have that 
strong reason to, mm-hmm. to for you to be able to hold on to after, whenever you're going into that that luggage in your mm-hmm. writing project. That's nice. Yeah, I see, Virgie, uh, that it seems like you're you don't start a book project as as long as or not until you find a strong reason for that. Yeah, maybe because you have little time, you don't want to waste time, right? <laughs> like, I want to even start this if my my reason is not strong enough, and I won't finish this, right? So it's nice, you know. Um, I can learn a lot from that. Yeah. Um, for the listeners who are, because I I will share something. I love is for me. I love experimenting. You know, I love experimenting. I all I can relate to Virgie when she said she has the, uh, this bank of ideas. I also have that, and it seems like the muse really gives a lot of ideas. Right, <laughs> it gives a lot in abundance, um, and uh, I I even had fictional sto- uh, dreams. You know, like two people chasing, ch- chasing each other, and then suddenly becoming little like Ant Man, <laughs> little people, and then finding this ruin, and then this ruin was um this is a dreamer, this ruin was uh, owned by a prince, and that one time it was bombed, and so they they became uh, it became a ruin, and. They got lost in the ruin, and then suddenly they found the ghost of the prince. Just you, you see, it, it it was a dream, and the muse was working in my dreams, and so I tried to to until now I can I can remember it, but I think I had this years ago, and it's because I wrote about it, and until now I'm thinking, should I should I pursue that? I mean, I don't have a strong reason for that, but it seems like an interesting idea, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, what are, what am I gonna do with good ideas that have no strong reason? Do you have any, um, you know, tips for that? Or yeah, what are your thoughts about it? For me, I also have those <laughs> those stories that. <laughs> really I, I dream about something and I I write it down. I have this page in my notion dreams. <laughs> and I, I write all the dreams that I have or even in my journal whenever I get dreams. So I it will I write it in a book. If you're going for fiction writing, if you're really into that type of genre. I am a fiction reader mm-hmm. and I write memoirs. Mm-hmm. So you have to assess what it is that will really, if you're really interested into turning those dreams into a book. Oh, and that's mm-hmm. a beautiful title. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Turning your dreams into a book. And it should go to your bank of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I write about it. Maybe I will write about it in the future after I finish all this because I, I I place priority in in my in my list of ideas. It's there. It's there. 
Well, I write it someday, maybe after mm-hmm. I have written. But if it, if you have this really strong reason, this is what I want to write. Mm-hmm. I have to write these dreams and share it with people and turn it into a book. Perhaps I'll be a I'll be famous because of this, but mm-hmm. I don't suggest you writing because you want to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to write because you want to write. You are happy with writing. That will that is the re- that is one reason that you will stick to writing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be happy writing about your dreams, then go go for it. But if you have like me, I have a list. That story, that dream story is in the tent <laughs> on the list. So I'm going to be able to take care of it for now, maybe in the future, not right now. So that is what I can tell all the writers. If you if it's in your top list, then go for it. Write about it. Right. You just have to sleep. <laughs> sleep all the time <laughs> but I don't get a lot of sleep so if it's in your top list write about it for me I won't be able to get to it until the 10th on the so that is my take on it right uh, I can relate to the list because I also have a list, and although for me, they all uh, they always move. <laughs> <laughs> the list, you know, the prioritization. I have this folder called urgent book projects, and I've um, removed projects there and um, put them back in that folder many times. You know? <laughs> okay, so I think. Uh, for for me, I think I'm the perfectionist kind of writer. If Virgie is like free writing all the time, for me, uh, I think um, it's my te- writing teacher working in me that's making it so hard to to finish. <laughs> even though you know, um, I'm I'm happy that I'm still able to finish, even though um, I'm I'm that kind of person and. It's true. It really takes joy and freedom to do that. You know, just like what Virgie has been saying. So, um, since we've been talking about writing per se, we can go to the next question. And it's about writer's block. Because it's something that I wonder if you have. Because <laughs> you write so fast. And... Um, Perhaps you can give us an instance or instances where you had it and what you did to defeat it. Writer's block. Does it really does it does it really exist? <laughs> but it does exist. It does exist. And I've read a lot of things about writer's block during scribbling or we've tackled about it and how to combat writer's block. But even though I've read, I've watched videos about it, I still get it. And there was this instance, I think I've already told this story. There was this instance where I was writing one chapter of my book and I sat on my desk 
for the whole day and I don't recommend doing you doing this. But <laughs> why I did that is because at the start of the hour I woke up, I wrote this. I have this great feeling I'm going to finish this chapter today. And then I wrote one paragraph and then blank. My mind is not working. Why am I not working? Are you still asleep? And then I just let it. I did other things, hoping for that idea to come back. And then I sat on my chair. It's still not there. I, I wanted to write. I typed and then I erased. I typed. Is this writer's block? <laughs> what I did was that I really sat down. I looked at that blank space and I told my muse, if you're not going to give me the idea, I'll just look at this blank page. I'm not going to give up. If <laughs> it will take me to give to have this eye-to-eye with this blank page. I will do it. <laughs> Just give me the idea and let me finish this chapter. I really sat down and even though I had to get up to go to the bathroom, that is all I did that entire day. <laughs> I'm not going to give up on you, <laughs> I said to myself, to this chapter. And really, I experienced that before and. I don't know now. I haven't experienced it this week yet. <laughs> so, so I'm hoping I will not. But yeah, <laughs> I really, that is what I do. I, I don't know. I'm that stubborn <laughs> to finish <laughs> one chapter. And then w- what happened was that it took me the whole day for that one paragraph and 30 minutes wow. for the entire thing <laughs> to be finished. I think my news already gave up on, on my stubbornness. So he, that, she said, okay, here's your idea. <laughs> so I finished 30 minutes and I said, huh, 30, I can do it in 30 minutes. Why did you give it me one whole day? <laughs> yeah. So that is what really happens. I don't know. You just have to really stick to it until you, you finish it. Yeah, I think that's a perfect fix perfect picture of perseverance right like eventually it's the muse who will give up on you so don't don't give up (laughs) because eventually the muse will (laughs) that's nice you know and you spent almost the entire day all for the all for the one hour and 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) but at least it was worth it because you um, you know, you defeated the muse. So, you know, it's possible. And maybe it's why until now you have not experienced another writer's block because maybe whoever is causing that is saying, oh, we don't want this as an enemy. It will <laughs> defeat us. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. So perseverance, um, it. Uh, it seems like it also requires some sort of of uh, stubbornness, some level of, you know, being dogged. I, I mean, <laughs> persistence and tenacity. So, yeah, thank you for that. Okay, so I think uh, I've... Um, we're gonna go to the last one, quest the last question, and um, it's I I really wonder what are your writing goals and dreams? Why is it that 
um, you've been really building this writing path and finding your ground in this world, you know? So, yeah, can you tell us or share with us what it is? The ultimate goal that I really have is to retire (laughs) and in that I could, in that house beside the shore, white cold breeze and I am just looking at it and typing on my keyboard writing stories that I want to write and that is really that ultimate goal and I'm I'm working towards that one step at a time building on my writing skills and and really hoping that I would have enough skill to get me <laughs> to that mm-hmm. to that goal to that dream of becoming an author and right now i i don't think that i am halfway there i am still on i am still a work in prog in progress mm-hmm. and and yeah i i'm working towards it i have a lot of writing ideas in my notion page and I want to finish all of it, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but sticking to one project that I'm currently writing, it's my third book. And it's the women that I've met in my life and the women who inspired me to become who I am. And yeah, the, that is really the goal, the dream. I don't know if other writers also have that dream to live by the shore <laughs> with the blue sky. <laughs> You can smell the salty piece. So <laughs> it's it's one of those dreams that I want to achieve and building on my writing skills, I think will help me achieve that goal. <laughs> yeah, I think you're a true lover of writing because you want to grow old with it. I, I think I would not hear uh, many people who would say that I would I want to retire with writing. Um, you know, one of my favorite authors right now is John Krakauer. And he's the one who wrote Into the Wild and Into Thin Air and many other fiction books. He loves climbing mountains and he's like a writer for 40 years now. You know, uh, he toiled with you know with writing for many many years and right now he's saying that not writing is actually fun you know <laughs> um so he came to that point um what would take one to 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 stay in love with writing right so it will test i think it will really test your love for writing would you stay with it or would you not through the years you know every year I think I I feel like I'm also tested how much do I love writing (laughs) every year we feel we are tested yeah there and um I think yeah I I think the listeners of of the podcast have learned a lot from from you have um, have been inspired i'm you know i'm trying to give them the feeling already <laughs> because i i i learned something and i i got inspired so i'm pretty sure they're feeling the same way so thank you thank you so much 
Virgie. Thank you. This is the first longest um episode <laughs> of this podcast, but I'm so happy for this conver- conversation. And um, know that I'm very happy and proud of you. And rest assured that we, especially Scribdery, will always be there to support you in all your writing endeavors. You know, uh, I feel and I'm uh, I'm praying that Scribdery, Scribdery will still be there even until you grow old, you know, once you live in the shore already. <laughs> by the shore already. <laughs> So, okay, thank you, Virgie. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, to anyone who wants to get a copy of Virgie's books, you can check scribbly.com or look for our online shop and her online shop at Shopee. So, again, her books are A Silver Lining and Amiable Hometown. And our site is scribbly, that's S-C-R-I-B-B-O-L-O-R-Y dot com so thank you so much for listening everyone we hope you will all live well and write more thank you for listening to the second series of the right to teach podcast if you're looking into writing your own memoir or if you simply need help with improving your writing skills we invite you to our growing writing community and visit Scribblery on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, www.scribblery.com. Here at Scribblery, we make sure that our programs are individualized and open for children, teenagers, and adults. We'd love to have you on our next episode. Live well and write more.